because this is directly from the suites. We ask y'all, what is the movie you can recommend to anyone to watch and they'll enjoy it? So that is the movie we're reviewing today. I won't reveal it just yet because we got to get down the docket first. Um, we have a special guest on here. As a hint, this was one of our special, well, this was our special guests, one of their favorite movies, Spencer. Spencer uh, Davis is here. He's back. Thank you for being back. We're going to talk a little you. bit how we've been. Um, behind the scenes, we have been talking with a pretty big account on Twitter to hopefully uh, be featured in something from theirs that we'll talk about. Big trailer this week. Big trailer. Instead of us picking our trailers, we're going to talk about this trailer. Yeah. CinemaCon was this week. We're going to go over big announcements from CinemaCon and talk about our favorite watches, obviously, to round it out. We've got two final things. Both go hand in hand. We're talking about Ocean's Eleven. That is the movie y'all picked to be the most easy movie to request someone to watch. And we're giving our favorite casts and ensembles from films that we've enjoyed. This might not necessarily be our favorite movies and our top 10, but these are movies we think that the cast is stacked. It is your boy, The Sweet Kinks. Who do we got? DC. And and me, Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) We're Um, back. Big, okay, I'm going to go first for how we've been doing because I have very big announcement. Me and my wife are homeowners. Let's a house go. In Vineyard, Utah. I I hope that I own it, kind of, because the mortgage is in Becky's name because my credit score is not good enough. <laughs> I was telling us to that before. Uh, so, yeah, get that credit score up above 740, baby. You're good. You're good to get your best interest loans. If you're looking to buy a house, talk to us. We've got a great real estate agent. Got a great person to give you your loan. Got everything to get it closed really soon. Well, free app. We don't have money for you, but uh, we can give you people that will take your money. Are we doing a sweet finance talk spinoff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My father-in-law teaches finance, so uh, well, spinoff, well, possible spinoff. Let, let's bring about the pod. Let's talk about top five best financial movies, and the big short <laughs> is easily in that top five. Is is it the top one? <laughs> is it the only one? I think it might be. Well, Wolf of Wall Street's another one. I have never seen that from start to finish. I haven't either. So, yeah, there you have it. Uh, I've been well. Good week. And, um, yeah, it's been a good week. I can't really think of anything else. Just (laughs) that's about it. It's been a pretty fast week. I'm more so excited to talk about what I've been watching because that, that highlights my week. But this weekend, we were at home. We didn't have to travel anywhere. So that was really nice. It was nice just to be home relaxing and taking it easy so okay i was grateful for that best for last best for last news uh i had to teach kids this week <laughs> it was fantastic okay spencer you're a teacher i want your opinion yeah when should school start should it start after labor day for or should it start when it starts like middle of august it's been creeping earlier every year but I'm okay with it because then we get out earlier. I'm okay with starting before Labor Day if we get out at the end of May instead of going into June. Gotcha. Mm, that's big. I, I remember that as a kid, like the couple times you're at like June 3rd. Yeah. It's like, nah, this is summer, baby. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah. When I was uh, going to high school in Montana, it snowed in June while I had to go to school. Oh, my gosh. Where in Montana are you from? Kalispell. How close? To- how close is that to Missoula? Uh, it's about two hours north. Okay. Yeah. My brother-in-law is from Helena, and then my okay. boss, Tanner Lind, is from Missoula. 
Cool. So cool. Never been to Montana. Well, technically I have Yellowstone. West Yellowstone's in Montana. Yeah, so. that's where everybody's been. Yeah. I live in the opposite corner. <laughs> okay, so, gotcha. Yeah. Nice. As you know, I, I don't want to say like I've never been to Montana. We were we were talking about states. And I was talking about how I feel like Montana was probably not ever anyone's favorite state or many people's favorite states. And then my in-laws chimed in. were like, no, Montana is a beautiful, amazing state. And I stood corrected. I don't know. I've never been. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have made that opinion. That's what I've heard. To make it. That's what if I've you heard go to like uh, Glacier Park and don't really talk to anyone that lives around there, it's fantastic. Mm. Yeah. What's, what's with the people? Are they just a little tourists? They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. <laughs> They're probably mountain people, like, I don't know. They're, they're, yeah, it's like the kind of people live in Montana that you would imagine live in Montana. So. I was uh, Jackson Hole, Keeks. Oh, I also went, yeah, I also went to Jackson Hole. Um, suck, because, no, it was good. It was good. It didn't suck. It was good, but I'm out of the boot now. I'm walking. Friday, everyone went hiking except for me. I stayed in the hotel room and watched uh, Total Recall, some uh, Steven Seagal movie and Pulp Fiction on AMC. All in one wow. city. Like s- sleep in and out. It, it was, it was, they were very passive watches, but a total recall. I woke up at a weird part where Arnold is um, talking to some creature thing. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta watch the whole thing. Okay. I want to, I want Spencer's opinion about uh, Pulp Fiction because to me, that is one of the most overrated movies that is in the top 10 of IMDb. And if it's your favorite movie, Spencer, I disagree with you that it is that amazing. So there you go. There you have it. There's my hot take out of the gate. I've talked about it before on the pod. I think that's a reasonable take. I mean, okay. I watched it after hearing all the hype and I was like, this is fine. Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. That's, it there. that's how I feel. I've kind of felt that about most Tarantino movies, honestly. I don't, I don't know if he's my thing. So Acquired taste. I feel like yeah, I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was a fantastic Tarantino movie. Yeah, that one was good. But I'm a I, big Kill Bill guy. That's my favorite of his. Okay. I did really like Kill Bill. Kill Bill's cool, man. It's just like, I don't know. It, it just, it hit me. That, the, the anime part, very cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very cool. Um, okay, so I guess we've all been good. Uh, had good weekends. I think we're, okay. So this was another part of the weekend that was crazy because I got to see Shang-Chi August. Gosh, it was like the th- second Wednesday in August, basically. Um, I tweeted out a little a little review, a little reaction on Sweet Film Talk's Twitter. It's, I mean, go follow us. We don't tweet a lot. So if you want to, you can go follow us. We might start tweeting more now, though. Um, I got We got a a response from the official Shang-Chi Twitter account verified everything. They said, we would love permission to use your tweet. Can you DM us? So I DM'd them saying, hey, y'all, thanks for reaching out and and responding to our review about Shang-Chi. We would love for y'all to use our review. And they basically responded and said, "Um, uh, we want to use it, an emphasis on this throughout the universe and in perpetuity. Do you have your permission to respond yes or no? So, of course, we sold our soul, um, definitely responded yes. And then they came back saying, um, hi, your tweet may be featured on a billboard. Can you please respond yes or no? And then it said, hi, we'd like to use your account, name, profile, and image 
to promote Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We, we've made it. Yes. We've made it. Time we to made retire. It. If we're on that billboard, we're quitting the podcast. We, we've done Stucco, and now we're on billboards. <laughs> Call it good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully we can just do this forever. Is uh, Just tweet out random vague things about movies. Get featured on that, ooh, on that DVD box art, baby. It's right next to Ebert and Roper. So I, I want to read the Roper. tweet. I want to read the tweet. Can I read the tweet? Oh, yeah, go ahead, read the tweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure people are interested in what you said. So this is from the words of Keeks, or more so from the keyboard of Keeks. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Shang-Chi has amazing action set pieces, great character dynamics, and a killer third act. Being um, Asian-American, seeing so many people who look like my family and friends on screen kicking butt was something I'll remember forever. Quote, quote, Keeks. Love that, it. Well that said. is true. It, the movie has grown on me a lot, actually. Good. I'm excited to see. It. I'm going to see it maybe Labor Day on Monday. Yeah. I think what's really inspiring about this is that, like, they just really need more advertising, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> taking, a, taking a small podcast. <laughs> they're, they're just looking for any crumb of positivity about their movie. Like, this account with 60 followers will do. <laughs> <laughs> they're a podcast. But that tweet is like, professionally written like you know what you were doing i'm not shocked that they want to use it had to get those buzzwords out yeah Yeah. no i think it's a good tweet i think it's to the point and it talks about all the highlights Mm -hmm. yeah and it's got you're able to relate to it you know and actually shouts out to ethan simi of formerly final take and now with 15 minutes of marvel i was on his podcast for their patreon account um so go check that out it's it's a couple bucks go help out a small little account go help up help them out and uh, he was actually the one that responded via his Twitter, which is a fairly good Twitter. Like, he's got a few hundred followers. And basically, he told me, he's like, hey, did you know that Shang-Chi responded to you and wants to use your tweet? I had no idea. That shows how often I'm never on Twitter. Oh, wow. Uh, Could have maybe missed that window if they didn't get noticed. I oh, I responded within a few hours. And so, yeah, I, I'm now obsessively checking Sweet Film Talk Twitter. Uh, speaking of checking, finally finally happened i'm ready to talk about the trailer the biggest trailer <laughs> yeah speaking of checking great let's do it let's go for it uh i was on instagram what what day was it what day was did the trailer drop was it tuesday was it it was monday or tuesday i think it was monday yeah something like that mm-hmm. anyways i got on instagram and i saw an image of doc ock and i was like wait what and then I, I was like did the trailer drop and so immediately i hop onto youtube and I am just like there, just watching it. And I was calling Kennedy. I was like, Kennedy, come in here. Come see the trailer. <laughs> and uh, I'm hyped. I'm, I'm excited. It tickled the bone of being excited, having expectations. I feel like Last Jedi 2017 TC yet again, which makes me a little nervous because <laughs> expectations are really high. Um, I hope they don't reveal too much. I, I hope they don't show us the face. I've seen set photos already of William Willem Dafoe. Almost said William. I still want to. You you have to keep saying William. You've always called him William Dafoe. <laughs> but uh, I like the trailer Just a lot. Just like Phantom of the Menace. I love Phantom of the Menace. I like the trailer a lot. What what do, what did you guys think? I want to know Spencer. Spencer, what did you what did you think? <laughs> our our fellow our our favorite Marvel shill right here, Spencer Davis. Um. So maybe my most shameful moment of the week was I think I was like on Instagram, and I I watched the trailer because I knew Doc Ock was in it. I watched it without the sound because I was like in bed, 
So I just watched the whole thing waiting for the good part. And so I have no idea about anything else because I have not seen the last Marvel movie I saw was Infinity War. So I'm like, why are people uh, wanting to arrest Spider-Man? Why do they hate him? Why is Doctor Strange punching him? I don't don't know anything. (laughs) So uh, Doc Ock is cool, though. Love Alfred Molina. Good stuff. I, you've seen the first two Spider-Man, right? Tobey Maguire. Do you like those? Oh yeah, yeah, I like those. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, Spider-Man Three is the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man Three is not famously the best one. (laughs) Spider-Man Three is cringy, but it's not as bad. I think it's actually aged a little bit better than it was Mm -hmm. when it released. That's my opinion. Yeah, I need to watch it again. I think all of those movies have aged like surprisingly really well yeah. i mean i'd probably They're give very Spider-Man, fun I'd, I'd probably give spider-man 3 like a c plus i still think it's sweet it's just it's just very convoluted there's a lot going on in spider-man 3 yeah there's nothing you can blame raimi for either like he famously the, only wanted he just wanted mysterio in it didn't he yeah was that gonna be four no that was gonna be four because he shows right. up as the waiter with the ring he shows up as oh. the usher mm-hmm. okay. um, so he was like he was in Peter Parker's life. It was actually a pretty cool setup. But anyways. Yeah. Who did he want as the villain actually in three? Was it just – I know it was, it was like just, just Sandman it, or something. It was just, yeah. just going to be, I think, Sandman and then also just Harry. I think just those two. He didn't want Venom. Yeah. Would have been a better choice. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, uh, Topher Grace. Who is in a movie that we're talking about today? I forgot about it. <laughs> but he is. Um, so I, okay. So I think I'm going to lead into a question with this too. Honestly, the trailer is very messy and very busy for the first two minutes until you get the pumpkin bomb and Alfred Molina, which begs to ask, is this the most viewed trailer of all time without the rumors of basically being confirmed that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in this movie? You're right. Right now it's being records. I think yeah, it did. Viewed. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat the it's record. The viewed. I hope. I hope. I hope we don't see Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield in a trailer in the next trailer. I don't want to see that. Don't don't ruin it for me, Sony, because I want to see that in the theaters. Like I want to see that moment in the theater if they are purportedly they are. So that's that's my take. Also, it's so funny. I've been watching some deep dives and some detailed videos on youtube about the trailer breakdowns i think those are hilarious but i actually enjoy them i'm a sucker for them if you if you take this scene right here and fast forward it two frames yeah. and brighten up the scale you can actually see that either venom or lizard is in the background ready okay harry thanks for the dono yeah, yeah i was about to say how do people know that's lizard that does not look like anything that could it be is like- the most vague <laughs> I it doesn't look like anything. No, it doesn't look like anything. So people that are claiming that to be lizard, like I don't believe that. I discredit that because I'm like, how can you see that? So that's a bunch of baloney in my opinion. But everything else, I'm. So I saw this comment that Doc Ock when he says "Hello, Peter," I wish he would have said "Brilliant but lazy." Just kidding. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rent? Let's that's go. What I what is, that was amazing. Uh, somebody said that he's actually talk, talking to Toby McGuire there. Toby McGuire's Peter Parker, which I think would be sweet, which I'm could be the case. So that makes sense. Uh, and then somebody, I somebody said that Doc Ock's arms, when they're yellow, he's in control, and then when they're red, the arms are in control. And there in the trailer, they're red, the lights. So oh, 
I don't know if Doc Ock is going to be good or bad in this movie. I'm assuming bad. Yeah, I yeah. bad. Yeah, from the few comics and movies I've seen, I think bad. Yeah, I think bad. I would also guess bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it> makes sense. <laughs> I think. Well, but, I mean, at the end of Spider-Man 2, he, like, changes things around. He drowns. and it's true. Like, so he saves the day. P- Peter Parker swings him to actually make that decision and everything like that. So it's going to be interesting how everything ties in with the multiverse. And But, like, yeah. do, do y'all think this is even anticipated if there's no Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield in this? Yeah, I feel like that would be a, a bummer because it's like, like TC said, like maybe people don't want to see him in the trailer. They want to save it for the movie. But then you sit through the whole movie. You watch the five mid credit scene and you're like, all right, the last one's coming. And then there's still none of them. Like, I think we're going to have some pretty angry people. I, I will be disappointed if I go see this movie and I don't get a cameo of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Ma- 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 mainly Tobey Maguire is the one I want to see. Like, I would love a fight scene with Tobey Maguire. Just give me five to ten minutes of Tobey Maguire on the screen and I'll lose it. Uh, worth the price of admission, to be honest. Yeah, I think I'll be a little bit disappointed if I leave that movie without no Tobey Maguire. And I, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to come clean. Makes sense. That's the I'm interesting right thing about uh, Spider-Man is like none of the the three big actors that have played him were bad. Like they're all pretty good. So like mm-hmm. it it's cool to see all of them, right? I agree. Uh, Andrew Garfield's obviously are the weakest, and boys, Amazing Spider-Man too bad. Oh, but yeah. he was he's still fault, he's still though. fun as Spider-Man. Yeah, he's good. The movie just wasn't so exactly. Uh, so yeah. I, I mean, I for me, if if there's no like if we beforehand hear no rumors, they have never planned Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not going to be in it. For me, this is any other movie, but because I know Toby's in it, I'm there. Opening day. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it has a ton of potential to be the best Spider-Man if the rumors are true that those two other Spider-Man will, will appear and help Tom Holland Spider-Man fight. I think that'd be a blast. It'd be so fun. And Daredevil is reportedly in the movie. Oh my Batman gosh! Off. Yeah, that's. I right. mean, if they have all these cameos, this this will this will make my top five cast. Like, well, I'll have to come back to the <laughs> podcast and change it. I'm I am geeking out, and I love it. I, I'm excited. I, I also love how like Doctor Strange has like a Canada Goose jacket that's like forged with his cape, so he's just walking around in sweats and a jacket in the Sanctum Sanctorum, just chilling, also with his cape. I love it. Love it. I'm excited. And I love how Wong is just like. Don't do the spell, and then he'll just leave forever and won't come back. Yeah, I have as much screen time in this as he did in Shang Chi. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm hyped. So, any I, other I, thoughts I, before we go on to CinemaCon brief recap? Everybody, just bridle up your expectations because I'm hyped and I'm I'm worried now that I'm gonna be bubbed. So I'm trying to <laughs> keep them chill. Oh man! All right, so. As we've done before, in any sort of big event where they announce a lot of movies, we're going to go through and we're just going to get a sweet, sour, spoiled from everyone. So I'm just going to go through first one. I think the coolest one, the biggest one, Matrix Resurrect. Matrix 4 is the Matrix Resurrections coming out December 22nd, which is like five months earlier than we thought it was going to come out. Um, so what do we think? Matrix Resurrections, Neo is back, uh, Trinity is back, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II is in it. What do we think? Sweet sour spoiled. Spencer. Uh probably sour. It's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, I've never been super into the franchise. Like I've only seen one movie, I think. So 
I don't know. I'm like we talked about in another podcast, like these uh super late sequels always make me nervous. So true. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree hundred percent. I think it's a little bit more sour. I'm excited. I hope it's good, but I agree with Spencer. I think it's gonna be a little bit sour. The late sequels can be a little bit really pull on that nostalgia bone, trying to hope it works out. So I hope it's good. I really hope it's good. So but I, I I'm you. leaning towards sour too. Okay. Um I'm I'm probably sweet for most things. I just, I, I, I love, I love the idea of 15 years later, let's try and freaking, uh, what is the thing that they use to revive hearts? What is that machine called? Where you like defibrillator? Yeah. They're trying to defibrillate different, mm. whatever word it is, uh, the matrix <laughs> yeah. franchise. So I hope it works. Um, next one, more footage of the Batman. I'm obviously sweet. Batman is my favorite comic book character. Um, one of, like six books that I own is um, Batman the Long Halloween. So mm. sweet, very beginning days of Batman, Robert Pattinson, great cast. What do we think? TC. Sweet. I'm excited for this. When does it release? Is it February? No, I think it's like May. March of next year. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, sweet. Maybe. I, this has legs to be a phenomenal superhero, superhero movie. Yeah. Spencer? Um, I'm pretty sweet on this. I, I was like, I wanted to be cynical. And then I saw that like first trailer and I was like 14 years old again, freaking out. So I'm very sweet on this. It's given me big time, uh, David Fincher vibes. Oh, like yeah. seven looks dark. Yeah, it does. So next one, Sony pictures just talked about Morbius. They talked about that. Now their new, um, the Sony the Mar- it's like the Sony Cinematic Universe of Marvel characters or something <laughs> is what they called theirs. It is now Sony Spider-Man Universe. So without uh, Spider-Man, yeah, I I don't even know Morbius. <laughs> I think they've also announced a Craven the Hunter movie. Craven is a cool villain. Craven's yeah. so cool in the car- in the cartoons. If they can do that really well on the big screen live action, I'm there. I'm behind that. Uh, they also talk about. They also showed. They screened Ghostbusters Afterlife. So what do we think about Sony, these announcements of the Spider-Man stuff and the Ghostbusters sequel? Spencer, you go first. Say it. Uh, what? Oh, uh, pretty sour. Oh, I was going to say spoiled. Oh, yeah, spoiled. I think I'm a little bit more spoiled on this one. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm sour. It has potential to be well, but I just don't have a lot of expectation. If they can do, I would love to see the Venom incorporated with Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Is this Tom Holland's like last movie? Is I'm hearing this. This is like their his end game for No Way Home. That this is like his outing. I'd be shocked. I don't I, believe that either. No, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't looked at his contract or what whatnot. So I don't know. But I I hope it's good. But I think it's sour with this whole <laughs> universe. But they have so much characters. They have a lot of material to work with. Can you can you tell me like really quick what's uh, Craven the Hunter's deal? I don't know anything about him. So Craven is like an incredible hunter. Like he's, I think he's in like Africa, like hunting lions, and then he takes um, some type of serum that he eventually becomes like a lion type person that enable that just enhances his hunting ability that he was already good at. Mm. So that's kind of Craven okay. Hunter. Like he's really strong, really quick, can can smell really well, and so he in the cartoons he gets tasked with 
um, hunting down Spider-Man in New York. And then he takes a serum because Spider-Man just keeps rocking him. And then that serum helps him to become more powerful. So yeah, That's kind of, cool. it's kind of an interesting concept. I like Craven. I think he's cool. So if done well and they get a good cast. So he's something specific about Craven the hunter is he is the greatest, greatest hunter in the world, but he does not like to use, nor does he want to use guns or bows and arrows. So he generally kills things with his bare hands. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Way, to, way to add to that. because Also yeah. as and, a and member the, of the Sinister Six. Yeah, because so, in, in the cartoons, he never used like guns or any, any type of weapons to hunt mm. his, the animals. Okay. So they could do like a Predator style movie with him. Yeah. What there's there's a super popular comic arc of Spider-Man called Craven's Last Hunt, where it's like he sets out once and for all to kill Spider-Man, and it's it, I wouldn't be surprised if they used that as some sort of you know story mm-hmm. arc for this movie. And but I, I don't remember correct. I think maybe Kingpin might hire Craven mm-hmm. to do the hunting. I'm not entirely sure, but if if Kingpin can be incorporated into that being a little bit more of the the boss and the the villain that he is that'd be cool okay at least in craven's last the last hunt or in craven's last hunt he just decides to it doesn't mention anything about um employment or something yeah nothing like that but who knows you could off you obviously that's part of adapting you could change it yeah okay next one jurassic world dominion (laughs) okay so they showed clips and it starts with like the, full, the mosquito being trapped in the ember and then it shows shots of like dinosaurs in the snow. That's pretty cool. I don't know about y'all, but I think that's actually kind of cool. Um, you get shots of Dr. Ian Malcolm. You get shots of uh, Sam Neill's character as well. So everyone's back. Obviously great ensemble cast from the first Jurassic Park, but this is the third Jurassic World movie. The second one, bad. The worst movie of 2018. Do, do, we, do we think... Well, I don't know. What, what do we think about this one? I'm hopeful. I, I'm more sour, but I could be sweet or sour. Who's who's involved with it? Like, who's directing and stuff? Do we know? Colin Trevorrow. Any uh, Spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I like the honesty. I, 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 I don't blame you. It's it, He's like, and he opened it by saying, how would the world be, like, would we survive if we lived together with dinosaurs? And then he ended with saying, the answer is no. Like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's about what we expected. Yep. Okay. We'd last. TC. I'm going sweet. I have I okay. have hope that this is gonna be better than the second one because the second one tanked the bad dinosaur episode seven. I think from our sweet film talk, yes. we just lashed into Jurassic. What was it? Hidden World. That was the title. Uh, the Lost World. The Lost World. Not great. The first one, Jurassic World with Chris Pratt. Yeah. And Bryce Dallas Howard, I actually liked. I thought it was fine. I haven't yeah. seen it for a while, so that my opinion could change. But initially, I liked it. I'm hoping this is sweet. I'm hoping they learn from their mistakes from the second one. Um, yeah. So, as a sweet movie morsel, the price of entry for the first Jurassic Park was going to be five hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> wow. So there, we, there we go. These are we're just gonna rapid fire these ones. Sweet, sour, spoiled. We'll go to the next one. Last night in Soho. Sweet for me. Spencer, what do you think? Sweet. TC? Sweet. Very sweet. Edgar Wright, bring it to us, baby. Next one is Michael Bay's next movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya Abdul-Mateen called Ambulance. 
I'm just I'm just gonna leave it at that. It, I think it's a heist movie. I don't know. I I, I saw Six Underground. That movie was bad. I'm gonna say sour. <laughs> I'm gonna say Jeez. sour. I'm gonna say sour. That's okay. Spencer. This composure. <laughs> spoiled is <laughs> is anything ever spoiled? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay, Top Gun Maverick. Sweet. Apparently the footage was really awesome. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go sweet as well. Were, were these clips and pressings and screenings showed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Special screenings, private screenings. Gotcha. I, yeah, I'm going sweet. Probably sweet. Okay. Hopefully. This next one, this is specifically for me, Scott Derrickson going back to his roots, The Black Phone, which is a horror movie starring Ethan Hawke, who's also in Sinister, which is another Scott Derrickson movie, which I love. I'm very sweet on this one. The trailer apparently was really, really freaky. What do y'all think? Spencer? Probably sour. Okay. I'm going sour. Okay, I yeah. What wasn't wasn't expecting anything from that one. Um, Halloween Kills. I don't know. I'm sour on it. Sour. Spoiled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know we've talked about. Okay, last one. We're gonna talk about it. It's the last one. I know there are a bunch of other ones, but this is the most important. Mission Impossible Seven. Ooh. Tom Cruise has been training. He's done like a thousand parachutings and he's done like 500 motorcycle jumps to, they have built a ramp for him to jump over like the Alps or something like that on a motorcycle. I'm sweet, baby. This is 2022. This is, oh. I'm, I'm amped up. Mission Impossible 7. Sweet, all caps. Yeah, sweet. Okay. Big time. So this sweet. is what it says. Jumping out of the sky 30 times a day, more than 500 skydiving jumps, and 13,000 motocross jumps went into the prep for him. Does does he feel adrenaline anymore? No, I think Scientology took that away from him. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, or he just always has it, like the Hulk. He's just always angry. I love it. He's always on a stunt. (laughs) (laughs) Life is one big stunt for for, uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. So that's yeah, CinemaCon, a lot of cool announcements. Favorite watch of the week, TC, you have a big one. So I just want you to start it. I'm very interested. I am ready to talk about this. This is a TV show that I am loving that I can recommend to everybody. That is Ted Lasso. Mm. Oh, we started it too. Shut up, dude. Mm. It is so good. We we watched maybe seven, eight episodes on Friday night. We are... We were like three episodes from being caught up. What I like about Ted Lasso so much, it makes me want to be a better person. I have a hard time saying that about a lot of TV shows. It really does. Like that may sound really cheesy, but it's such, I like all the characters in the show. I like the story. I like the concept. I love the comedy. And I think it's A plus slash sweet from season one so far. I'm like four episodes in in season two. And there's a lot of shows out there and comedy, especially I feel like that, um, can really like put down other people, like a lot of banter. And, and Ted Lasso shows that a little bit sometimes for sure, but there's just a lot of good messages in Ted Lasso that I like. And again, it is funny. So it's 30 minutes for each episode. Apple TV knocked out of the park with this. Jason Sudeikis, wonderful job as Ted Lasso and the other characters around it. I can't recommend this enough. I saw a meme with somebody like pouring like salad dressing on a salad. And it was like me 
and it said like Ted Lasso as a salad dressing. And then the salad was like somebody that was like me trying to talk to people about Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, I, don't know, I don't know who posted that, but I agree 100%. Like that's how I feel right now. Oddly enough, based on a commercial character and then adapted to a TV show. Really? Very good commercial though. Yeah, NBC, that's, that's actually, yeah. Like, you know, like sports basically mm-hmm. is what it was oh. for. Yeah. 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 To, what's the commercial called? Is it just like Ted Lasso commercial? Yeah, you can just Google like Ted yeah. Lasso commercial and it was like probably five to ten years ago is when it first aired. Wow. I no, watched I think... it recently. The purpose was to introduce soccer to Americans. So Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. So yeah, right. that's my favorite thing. I love it. I'm I'm really excited to get caught up and watch it from week to week. Fantastic show. I had two people recommend it to me and uh, I've seen it all over social media worth the time so glad we're watching it we we started actually this week too so that, that yeah I, i've like we've only gotten a couple episodes in so it's really early yeah i also talked to spencer i have an extra apple tv plus account so oh. we're gonna get it set up we're gonna figure it out do it do it yeah. so worth it so we're spencer yeah. spencer what did, what did you what did, what did you watch uh I, I went and saw coda with my wife oh, um cool so it was good it's definitely i call it like a leah movie her name's leah um because she loves movies related to music if it's related to music leah likes it and so that was the main reason we saw it but um it's awesome it's about a girl who wants to pursue music but her entire family is deaf um and all of them are played by deaf actors that are just incredible like they're probably the main reason to watch the movie um it's very cliche but in a very uplifting and fun way so i'd recommend like everybody give it a shot it's pretty good marley matlin's in it right she won an academy award Mm -hmm. in the 80s or something like that yes she yeah she's the mom and she's super good okay yeah. yeah, we my I, wife and I my wife and I were planning on watching Coda and then we just were binging Ted Lasso. <laughs> well, it's it's on Apple TV Plus, so I think yeah. you can just watch it. Yeah, so that's that's what we we're planning on watching next when we're caught up with Ted Lasso. But yeah, I've heard good things about Coda. I really yeah. want to watch it. Makes you it makes you feel good when you're done watching it. Sounds like Ted Lasso does the same thing. So, um, I I'm gonna follow a little bit of TV's footsteps. TC's footsteps. TC's footsteps and talk about TV. Me and my wife just started watching Pen15 on Hulu. Oh, man, it is so funny. The premise is two girls are just starting junior high, and the cast is all the kids are junior high kids, except for the two main characters who are, like, our age, like, in their 20s and 30s, portraying themselves as seventh graders. And I would say very similar to Ted Lasso. Like, the relationship between these two girls is very positive, very uplifting, very funny. It is TVMA, so like there are some episodes that um Spencer is at the episode. I don't know if you'll watch it, but it's like one of them starts going through puberty and is trying to figure out like what puberty is, which is really funny. And um, yeah, I I we started watching it last night and we watched like six or seven episodes. Wow. It's really, really funny. So uh yeah, we're go check out uh Pen 15. It's on Hulu. Great comedy show, good time. I'd recommend it. Love it. Cool. Okay. Check it out sometime. I think that's it. We are on the 
as I said, piece de resistance, but I don't really know how to say that. So I'm just gonna, y'all know what we're trying to say. We are on our Ocean's 11 review. It is directed by Steven Soderbergh. It is written by, I believe it was, um, oh shoot, where is it? Hold on. Ted Griffin, that's who wrote it. Uh, stars George Clooney, Brad Pitt, uh, Matt Damon. It stars Julia Roberts. It is a stacked ensemble cast that is great. Essentially, George Clooney's character, Danny Ocean, gets out of prison and is trying to perform one and is trying to perform another heist as soon as he's gotten out. So he has to resent, assemble a team to steal $150 million out of the Bellagio's safe. Can his team do it? Uh, this movie is 20 years old. So if you don't know by now, we are going to spoil this movie because it's been 20 years. So, uh, Spencer, this is one of your favorite movies. Let's start with you first. What do you think of Ocean's Eleven? Man, it's perfect. Uh, I first saw it when I was like 10, maybe. And I thought all of the different, I'm always like sucked in by things with lots of characters. Like I love the Power Rangers, the ultimate Pokemon, you know, 150 yeah. characters. Let's go. So when it was Ocean's Eleven and it's announcing it has 11 characters, I was like, I should watch that. And then yes. uh, the super detailed heist plan just like got me super hooked and I loved that. And then as I got older and watched it over and over again, I also realized how funny it was. And now the more I watch it, the more I'm just like in awe of how cool and perfect and everything it is. It, it, I, I, and so on, on my letterbox, I wrote the coolest movie ever made because I, I kind of think it might be the coolest movie ever made like matt damon like george clooney brad pitt in their prime acting against each other oh it, it really doesn't get much cooler than that it might in one of the uh ensemble casts that i have on my list but what i loved is the editing and the script the editing in oceans 11 is some of the snappiest best editing you'll ever see the movie is one of the quickest watches you'll ever have because it's right into the heist, it's right into the planning, then you're getting all these hiccups and then they're starting the heist and then it ends and then the movie ends. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. It's got a ton of style. Very, very cool. I mean, that's that's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> it's just like a cool movie. It's a great heist movie. I remember watching this for the first time, I think when I was like 12 or 13. And I was blown away at the end. I was like, oh my gosh, what? Like, that was so cool. And this is actually the first movie I watched this year was Ocean's Eleven. My wife had never seen it before. And so we sat down, watched it, watched it. And it holds up. Like, it has aged so well. I think if it's one movie, if I had to pick, like, five movies to show to somebody that I'll be like, you'll have a good time watching this, I think I'm confident in picking Ocean's Eleven as that movie. So... I think it's fantastic. The cast is amazing. The chemistry is really good. Uh, yeah, I agree, Peaks. It moves really quick. It's a pretty quick movie. For being two hours, yeah. It's, yeah. It's some, some other, uh, some, some sweet movie morsels about it is the Bellagio crew actually let them tap into their security system to get real surveillance footage of the casino. Oh, sweet. Okay, and then, that's cool. Here, here it is on, at IMDb. It says goofs. 
The total heist would weigh too much to carry out. The U.S. Treasury has the weight of $1 million at 22 pounds. So multiply that by 163, and the total weight for the heist would be 3,586 pounds. Divide that by all 11 conmen, and each one would have had to carry out 326 pounds of money from the casino. Wow. I mean, like, maybe? Like, uh, maybe. <laughs> May- maybe. I think the older guys would have, would have struggled a little bit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think uh, Saul, a.k.a. Lyman, a little tough. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> Do we have a favorite character? Who's what, 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 what character or characters are our favorites? Oh, gosh. I like Danny Ocean. I think George Clooney just kills it as Danny Ocean being just super smooth. And yeah, I'd, I'd probably pick George Clooney. Okay. <laughs> when I think George Clooney, I think Danny Ocean. Like, I feel like that is George Clooney. It is. Clooniest, for sure. Cluniest. Yeah, but I, I think my favorite character though is actually Linus, um, because I just love how he's like subtly getting hazed the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, I also had forgotten that Matt Damon was in this movie. Yeah. It's one of his earlier earlier um, movies that he's done. He, he was still like ascending when he was in. Yeah, it, yeah. good point. Yeah, kind of ascending into the stardom, I believe. Mm-hmm. He yeah. wasn't at Brad Brad and George's level quite yet. But 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 rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Yeah, oh for sure. yeah, great gate, great great presence on the screen for Bernie in this movie. Mm-hmm. As a Ramon. Yeah. Um, I, I I'll give my grade. I'll give Ocean's Eleven an A slash sweet. It is a fantastic movie, fantastic watch. Um, definitely one you should check out. If you haven't seen Ocean's Eleven, give it a watch. It's a great time. Love a good heist movie. I'm a sucker for heist movies and time travel movies <laughs> and a, and adventure movies. Those are like my those those are my aesthetic right there. Spencer, what what kind of what, what do you think you'd give it? Uh, definitely a plus sweet. I also got to put a plug in for I think the most underrated element of the entire movie is actually Andy Garcia as the villain. He is the biggest slimiest jerk, and he is like so perfect in every scene. I love it. I was going to mention that I loved Andy Garcia as Terry Benedict. Yeah, because not only is he like slimy, but like they also do a good job of setting him up as being like like a personable nice guy he's really good at his job like yeah he got there for a reason so yeah mm-hmm. as they're going through and I, well, I another thing i love is the way to deliver exposition is i think <laughs> yeah. always it's always really creative like they when you first meet danny ocean he's in the interrogating room leaving prison and then they're trying to explain the bank heist and it's just like quick 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 always giving you what you need to know but not too much and then when they introduce the elements of like the pinch, it's not too technical. It's basically, it's like an EMP. So like a nuclear bomb, but I don't know where to get one big enough. Actually, there is one place and then it cuts right to where they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So didn't, that's. Didn't waste a lot of time there. Just got right to it. No, I love Carl Reiner. Another thing that I love is as he's walking through with the briefcase, some random super tan dude is like, saw. <laughs> It's me from Palm Springs, and he just and it it doesn't super derail it, but 
it is enough to where he gets the two twins, the Mormon twins, to uh, take the guy out of the casino. Fantastic. I hope I hope they they won all their earnings, all the money that they got, and just threw it on red or black. Just double it. <laughs> <laughs> just no regards. No oh. shame. Yeah, it's it's got a great twist to it at the end. I don't think actually we're gonna spoil it because you nah. you should definitely watch it. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, give it a watch. Have either of y'all seen the original Ocean's Eleven? I haven't. No. I I think I'd hate it because it's not this one. Doesn't matter how good it is. <laughs> I I think I think I would be the same. Now, Ocean's Twelve and Thirteen. Have y'all seen either of those? Oh, I ha- I gosh, I don't think I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I haven't seen them. If I'm if I'm struggling to remember, I haven't. So they're I love them all. Um Oceans Twelve, worst story, but is the funniest. Oceans thirteen, still really good. Doesn't really fall into the third movie curse. They're all good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oceans eight. Anyone or... seen Oceans Eight? Haven't. It's it's fine. It's like missing all of the best stuff. It's okay okay yeah okay also on hbo max all of them are on hbo max so mm. you can go check it out there my grade is an a plus sweep uh, just what a cool movie <laughs> i i really i was like wow i wish i i wish i could be a, a, even an ounce as handsome and suave as brad pitt and george clooney i yeah. wish i looked like brad pitt when i was eating oh <laughs> Have you have you seen those clips of like him on Instagram that he's like he's always eating? And there's like a this is a montage in all his movies of Brad Pitt just eating food. I love it. <laughs> so I mean, what, good. I, Very I mean, good point. What a way what a way to go down in Hollywood. Like yeah, Brad Pitt super handsome has a lot of good movies, but also he's eating in those movies. <laughs> we we love a king who likes to eat right. Yeah, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. We do. Okay. Here are our best cast lists, our favorite casts. We've got five casts. I'm interested. So I say we go five through two really quick, each of us, and then we'll 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 go one by one. That sound good? Can we give honorable mentions if we have some? Yeah, give some honorable mentions for sure. I have have three I want to give. Go for it. You start us off then. Okay. Um, my three honorable honorable mention is The Departed. Ah, that's a good one. Um, Knives Out. Reeks, Ooh, great dude. cast really assembled. good and yeah. my other audible mention is inception yeah oh my gosh three really good ones i didn't think about those are oh awesome. gosh dude yeah those are really good uh, yeah. I, I almost kind of like want to plug them in i feel like my eight could be all shuffled around <laughs> the, the, the three that i just mentioned all right should i should i do f- my fiber through two since i'm on on a roll here go for it all right, number five. This is uh, this is mainly just two people of this movie, but I think their chemistry was so fun on film. Something unexpected. The nice guys, <gasps> Russell Crowe, oh! Gosling. I mean, it's not a whole cast, but those two just really, really made the movie go uh, really number, good. Number four, Ocean's Eleven. I think that cast right there, fantastic. So that gets my number four spot. Um, number three, X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, that's a good one. It was a blast seeing Hugh Jackman, the older X-Men from the early 2000s with the newer X-Men of, um, yeah, with, I, I'm blanking on their names. What is uh, Magneto and Xavier? Aspen, oh, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. And McAvoy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thought that was a really fun cast. 
Uh, and then last, and then number two, Infinity War. This was just a culmination of all the Marvel, all the personalities on one screen. And I thought Infinity War did a really good job with that balance of all those together. So that's my number two. Okay, I, I'm going to go next. I want to go next. I, I didn't have any honorable mentions, but I will say a couple, obviously. I'm going to say it. The Godfather is a mention of is, is one I'm going to mention, honorable mention, all-time cast. I yeah. just, the, the Godfather's not my favorite. I love the Godfather for what it is, but not much more. That, and then I'd probably throw Infinity War in there as my other honorable mention, just for purely what it did. Yeah. Now, my five through two, I wanted to get a little bit of mix of everything. Um, my number five is The Master, Paul Thomas Anderson, um, because it it's got all these great up-and-comers along with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Joaquin Phoenix. You've also got Rami Malek. You've got Jesse Clemens, Amy Adams. Great cast. Uh, number four is The Departed. Mm. It is it is The Departed. So not much more to say there. <laughs> you could basically pick any Scorsese or PTA movie and, like, yeah, you'll, you'll get a good cast. My number three, similar to TC's, it's mainly two people, but you got a few other great characters. Is Heat. Oh, Ooh. good one. Good Al Pacino, pair. Rob, as I'll call him, my good friend Bob De Niro. Bob <laughs> De Niro. That's a great one. Then my number two is Ocean's Eleven. Because, yeah, everyone works super well together. Great ensemble cast. The inspiration for wanting to do this list. So oh, there you go. That's amazing. I think actually. Ocean's Eleven is probably my real number one, but I didn't put them on the list because we already talked about it. So number five for me, Toy Story. Ooh. Oh! Okay, By, because they Pixar is like, let's have some famous people, but only ones that have super distinct voices. And then they killed it with that, and they've done it ever since. Yeah, um, it's true. Wow, so, that's a great one. I wanted to throw an animated movie in there. Um, number four... I'm going to do Fargo um, because not everyone's a name actor, but everyone does the accent. Like everybody <laughs> except for the, the two assassins, like everyone does it. And I just love it so much. Um, number three, the entire Harry Potter series. Oh, that is a good Wow, pick. that that's is a, good. That's a yeah. good pick. I like they that. They nailed it with the three kids. I still can't believe how good they worked out. But really where they killed it is just everyone else. Like they could get anyone they want and they always got the best person. Just incredible. That's Jeez, that's, that's that that would make my top five too. That's Dang, I forgot oh. about that. Yeah. I okay, so before you keep going, I peeled through so many lists and I don't I don't even think I even thought of those. Any of y'all that you have mentioned, they're so that, good. It's wow. that good. It makes you not even think about it because no, they just yeah. nailed it. They, it's an institution. You just expect it to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, po Harry Potter really killed it with the casting and yeah. all the characters. Um, number four. I struggled with this one because I feel like it It makes me sound cooler than I am. But uh, I picked The Great Escape. Um, the old, it's from like the 60s, the World War II prison escape movie where mm. i don't actually recognize most of the actors but i know every single one of them in the movie is a star and what a big deal it was then and even though i don't know all of it watching it now it's a great watch still you can actually tell like 
every single one of these guys is like a legit movie star and they just have a side part in this huge movie and it's really cool that's great yeah sweet is that five through two yeah it was five through two unreal okay uh, i would even as, a, as another honorable mention i'd mention is a uh, 12 angry men oh yeah Ooh. Yeah. Still need to watch that. That's on my. It's watch. awesome. Twelve Angry Men. TC number one. Uh, everyone knows my number one is. It's my favorite movie, but I would be kidding myself. It wasn't my favorite cast as well, and that is Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship yeah, of the Ring. Ah, very good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just. I mean, you you got Kate Blanchett, you got Viggo Mortensen, you got Ian McKellen, Elijah Wood, Sean Astin, uh, Liv Tyler. You got all these, just all these actors, all these personalities that just really committed to Peter Jackson's vision for the trilogy and knock it out of the park knocked it out of the park for the first orlando fellowship. bloom i think is his those and orlando's his first bloom. film credits yep first big movie andy circus is oh, so yeah. good he's not really in the fellowship that much obviously um but as i like to consider lord of the rings altogether. but yeah fellowship favorite cast it's so good everything and then they all introduced each other and mesh seamlessly as the fellowship and they have you listened to like cast uh commentary on the dvds because like they're amazing they were all so close and buddies and everything it's yeah so cool. yeah i've listened to some uh outtakes when we did our november lord of the rings um, yeah. series I, I watched a lot of behind the scenes and it just seemed like they were just family yeah so so good love cool. lord of the rings always will can't wait to watch it again in a couple more months <laughs> for the november <laughs> viewing <laughs> So there you have it. That's number one. All right. My number one, this is a movie that I think we watched last year. I think the cast is perfect for it. It's Do the Right Thing. Ooh. Spike Lee. Love it. That's a good it's one. It's really early roles from a lot of, like, super heavy hitters. Sam Jackson, um, Giancarlo Esposito, obviously uh, Mookie, uh, or Spike Lee is Mookie, but you also got John Turturro who's one of the, like, Italian twins. Oh, I forgot the guy that plays his dad who plays Sal. But, yeah, it's a really, it's a really awesome. Lawrence Fishburne, isn't Lawrence Fishburne in it? No, is he? I'm looking at it right now. I think he's, I think he's Radio Raheem. Giancarlo Esposito's in it. Did you just mention yep. that? mention yeah. him. And then, yeah, Sam Jackson. Bill Nunn is Radio Raheem, but he's awesome. Oh, yes. Yeah, Radio Bill Raheem. Nunn, a.k.a. Uh, Robbie from the original Spider-Man trilogy. So good. Oh. Danny Aiello is Sal. Yes. Yeah, it's a really, really, really awesome watch. Very poignant still to this day. That's a good pick. Spencer, number one. Um, like TC, I'm picking one of my favorite movies for this one. Um, gotta go with Scott Pilgrim again. Ooh. Oh. We got Michael Sarah, who, like, your mileage may vary. I don't... <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about Michael Sarah, but everyone else around him is just perfect. And it's so funny to look at where some of them have ended up. We got Brie Larson, now Oscar winner, Marvel superhero, everything ever. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, she's in all kinds of indie movies. She was love Aubrey Plaza. Love so funny. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, oh, and uh, another important one, um, Kieran Culkin. Oh, my oh gosh. yeah. Yes. Who is such a star on Succession now. So I think what's so fun about that one is it's a classic case of like 
we got a bunch of young people before they were really like in the peak of their careers like they're all ascending except michael sarah i don't know where he went but the rest of it (laughs) he uh, took his money and dipped basically very awkwardly yeah yes as always do what you want to do you know (laughs) yep like what you like live live how you want to live exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay that that is those are our lists i think yeah i think i think the one that like shocks me that I didn't put was Harry Potter. That, that yeah. Class. Oh my gosh. Like that. Would, if I had to like redo my list as of like twenty minutes ago, <laughs> I'd put <laughs> Harry Potter probably at three. Yeah. Okay. I. You know what? That that's actually a really good point. Is another one that I was kind of like kind of shocked that I didn't even put. I don't think many would. Star Wars. Not like oh, a super cast. awesome cast. Yeah. I was thinking Iconic. about that, like, yeah, the old ones you could argue for, and then maybe Last Jedi with like how it finally gets Mark Hamill in there and all that. I don't know. Yeah, but. yeah. No, I, I, I don't think I could. There's so many. There's so many awesome options. Y'all had like kind of my gosh. I always love listening to y'all's lists. Because then I, it makes me feel like, oh, I got to up my game with my lists. Because y'all have, <laughs> always have very good lists. Some heaters. Honestly. It honestly. seems like every time lists happen, uh, everyone walks away being like, man, everybody else's lists were way better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, I, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels like that. Because I feel yeah. like that. Um, this episode comes also with a tease of something very big that... Um, me and Spencer have been working on for probably around a month or so is we both love Survivor. So we are starting a Survivor podcast called A Bag of Rice and Beans because those are the staples of Survivor. It's what everyone starts off with day one of Survivor. So we are going to be doing along with uh, one of my friends, another big like he's a recent survivor buff now he's watched all the seasons is mike Cherkiari lives in utah as well he's actually living in denver now so he'll be on it and first episode comes out this friday spencer anything you want to add uh how are you feeling about it are you excited what are your thoughts i'm super excited um the only thing i can talk about and annoy people more than talking about movies is talking about survivor so i am i'm freaking out i'm so excited it's gonna be great we're recording it. We're recording this take right now for Sweet Film Talk Sunday. And right after this, we are going to record probably our first somewhat episode slash, we're going to call it day one. So episode one will be day one. We're talking about our six favorite characters, some honorable mentions. Six because every episode of Survive, every season has a final six that goes into like the last finale episode that you find out the winner. It's going to so, be. I can't amazing. wait to listen might pique my interest to to step in to the survivor survivor um universe have you seen any of it tc <laughs> uh i i think i've seen when i was younger i remember my parents had it on when it was huge yeah so i i know a little bit of the gist but i honestly it's been like probably 15 years since i've watched an episode from start to finish if not longer cool so i'll check it out i'll, I'll get to it Keeks, i know you've been talking about it for like the past year <laughs> we yeah it's it has been something that like i feel like i've been wanting to do for a while but i hadn't really gotten up to snuff of where i needed to be and spencer is like he's like 
legit with Survivor. So it's going to have a good mix of like me maybe not knowing a ton, but enough and a lot. And then Spencer knowing a bunch and then Mike being brand new, his new. So what's like the premise of, of the podcast? Are you guys just going to like recap? Like, oh my gosh, this is what happened. Are you guys going to start from like season one? Um, That'd be fun. But I think we, I don't know if we have time for that. Yeah. We have the new season begins in about a month. Oh, okay. So we're doing like two or three introducing ourselves, doing some of our favorite stuff about the show. Gotcha. And then we'll recap the episodes once it starts airing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we're we've got some ideas for off season, but that's not for like a few months away. So we're 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 excited for what we have planned. Um and yeah, we're just gonna, I don't know, we're gonna set our footing and see kind of what happens. We're excited. Love the logo. Slaps. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> yeah. Keeks did amazing with that. Yeah, he 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 does great with those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unreal. Episode 148 in the books, Ocean's Eleven. Go watch it on HBO Max. Next take, I believe TC is going to be out of town, but me and Becky are going to talk about Candyman because I love horror. Becky loves horror. Uh, we might even briefly talk about The Night House, which is a super low-key horror movie that came out. That is amazing. And so everyone go watch Candyman. Get ready for Candyman. And then we're, we're, we're hitting full speed, baby. After that, it's, it's nothing but hitters till the end of the year. Take 150 will be Shang-Chi. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Nice. Well, thank you, Spencer, for coming on. Go um, enjoy uh, a bag of rice and beans. We'll talk about it a little bit more next week. I'll just briefly <laughs> tag it. But uh, we don't know what we're going to do yet with it. But we know we have our format down. Maybe we'll do social media. We're excited to start it. And as always, stay sweet. Sweet.